Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast 15 to Life. I'm your host, Tito. This is a podcast where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison. Let's jump into this. All right. Motivation Monday, Monday motivation. Once again, starting it off like I've been doing for last, I don't know how long. Craziness, right? Pandemic still rages on. Election, um, barring some legal uh, challenges, is over. Um Still, everyone's waiting on what might transpire in between now and January. But anyway, um, the great news, right? All this talk of civil war and social unrest. Well, we've had some militias out there. We've had some protests. But it's just another day, right? So, um, yeah, let's jump into this. So, it's Sunday. Uh, I usually knock these out on Fridays or Saturdays. So... Being that it's Sunday and I've been in a Tupac mood as of late, um, just really with my workouts and stuff, um, anyone who did time in California State Penitentiary um, anytime 10 to 20 years ago uh, knows that you hear Tupac all day and night on the yards, guys working out, Bloods, Crips. Norteño, Sudanio, well, maybe not too much Sudanios, but everyone except like the whites. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I listened to a lot of Tupac, not to mention I'm from the Bay, and so was he. So anyway, but I, I just been thinking about so much stuff, right? And what so many people are going through, you know, domestic violence has been up ever since the pandemic, people stuck in the house, people being laid off, going through stressful situations. And they take it out on their uh, significant others, right? And um, that could be anyone, right? That could be two wives, two husbands, uh, a wife and husband, uh, something against kids. I mean, it, everything, right? People are freaking stressed out. Um, and then the political climate, stressed out. Social unrest, stressed out. Racism, stressed out. Um, maybe not having the opportunity to go to school and you're, you're one of those people that need to be in a classroom, stressed out, right? Kids at home studying versus being in school giving you a little bit of a break stressed out right so much stuff and i'll be the first person to say i am a huge believer in the power of your mind and i've always been of the mindset that um i don't care what you think you have going on because your mind is so powerful that you can change that to an extent i definitely still believe in that right and only because of what i've been through and that's been my problem uh, once again, I, I talk about this a lot, and not that I'm trying to impose my views on others, but the ones that I think are positive, yeah, I will. So this is one of them, which is I'm always open-minded. Um, I am definitely that guy on the memes with the table, the fold-out table, talking about prove me, uh, change my mind or whatever. So you can change my mind. Just talk to me. Like, I, I come off very alpha, especially at work, very like my shit is the shit and you need to back the hell up. But if you talk to me and you show me that I'm not the shit, that my ideas aren't the shit, I will totally back away from them. So let's jump into this, right? Um, I, I'm a big believer that 
your mind is the most powerful thing you got going on, right? Um, there's a reason why uh, people that are, are given that, you know, you got you got 30 to 90 days to live and then next thing you know, nine years later, they're still alive and they go because they had the will, they had the, you know, the drive. All that stuff is in your mind. We like to say it's in your heart. You know, you got a good soul. It, our physical bodies are controlled by our mind, right? So if we're stressed out, our immune system goes down like that 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 can be proven in science right but um and my wife has been a big part of this uh talking to me about these views and especially how they relate to kind of mental health right and i'm saying this because um i was talking about you know how there's so many people that are stressed out and you know there's a way to work around that and she kind of talked me off the the cliff with um for some people like they do need something, right? And I didn't realize how closed I was to hearing why they might need something versus just saying, no, they don't. <laughs> so here I am telling you guys, I still think your mind, you can work through some stuff, um, most definitely. But in between now and when you get to that point, most definitely, you might need medication. You might need meditation you might need whatever it is that you're not doing and that's why you're at the point you're at right not to mention your situations now here is one thing where i agree with a lot of people when they're like well when you're in that situation what do you expect i get that but what if you don't have an option right and then i roll back to my experience you know being in prison and going to ad seg the whole lockup whatever you want to call it you lose all your shit right? You're put in a fucked up situation. And within that situation is a whole bunch of catalysts that make it 20, a million times worse. Dudes that are in there literally with their lunches empty, like they have lost their freaking cookies, right? They're yelling profanities, racial slurs. They're throwing feces, you know, straight smearing shit on their, their cell door window and stuff. Like, I mean, people literally going batshit crazy. So when you talk about, you know, oh man, when your situation's messed up, it's just hard. Yeah, I, I, I get that. And then when you have no communication, not like us out here where we can pick up the phone and actually call someone for help. Not to mention there are suicide hotlines and all this other stuff. I'm not trying to beg on people who don't do it because I'll, I'll be the first to say, I don't ask for help. Usually by the time I'm asking for help, I'm way past the point of where the help is going to help, right? So I get it. But on the flip side, force yourself. Like if you didn't have an alternative, right? What would you do? And all I can do is tell you what I did. Um, my first time being in the hole, I went straight in there with my celly PJ Borde, Bori I, my Cambodian brother from another mother. I love you to death. Um, but we went in together. So I had someone to talk to, right? And, and this dude was like freaking uh, Mahatma Gandhi. He was like Mr. Nonviolence, freaking go to sleep in 110 degree weather like it was nothing, just meditate himself off to La La Land. Like, and, and, but I fed off that energy because I was like, damn, if he can do it and he's like a little bit younger than me and, you know, he's just dealing with it. It made me kind of feel like a punk if I didn't deal with it, right? Second time I went to the hole, I was in a horrible place. Um, 
I was close to being to my release date. Um, I had busted my orbital load and and uh, had surgery in the hospital, and so it looked like it literally looked like someone hit me in my face with a bat, like full force. Yeah, like no joke. I wish I had pictures of what I looked like. Like it was bad. Like my eye was literally just blood. Like I didn't have any white in my uh, left eye. It was just straight blood face just smashed to shit and when you walk in the hole looking like that everyone just assumes like you got jumped and beat up and you're probably no good which wasn't the case but appearances and perceptions are everything right so i get in there i got pain like physical pain i'm stressed out because i also got threatened by a sergeant that he was going to put a weapon in my property if i didn't give people up right which i was refusing to do so now i'm a year to the house i'm stressed out because i got this piece of shit cop i wish i remembered his freaking name but um this piece of shit cop talking about he's gonna basically jeopardize my freedom and get me another case where i could get another strike so when i get out i got two strikes and any little thing and i could be back in prison for the rest of my life right like talk about a shitty situation right and I can't communicate with anyone. And I'm the dude that had cell phones and everything. So shitty situation, right? Boom. I had to make do, right? And I had been on this whole workout trip going into this. So I was like, man, I'm in pain, but uh, I'm going to try. And there were some things I, I, I couldn't do because, you know, when you strain, like you, you strain your facial muscles, right? And it hurt because I just had surgery. I had a freaking titanium plate put on my freaking cheekbone, right? So I was like, damn. And so I was trying to do lightweight stuff. And then they had me on this uh, real strong Tylenol crap medication. But I didn't want to. It wasn't addictive, but I just didn't want to take it. So I kind of stopped and I just forced myself to deal with the pain. Then I ended up getting a cellmate, which made things a hell of a lot better. But he like snored all the time and everything. He was a good dude, but like I think between the two of us, we probably didn't get any sleep. But I just went on this supreme workout regimen and reading everything I could. And when I finally got some stamps and stuff, I wrote home and could you please get me a newspaper just so I have something to read every day. So I read newspaper every freaking day, you know, just trying to sharpen my mind and my body. And when I got out the hole, like six months later, best shape of my life, freaking feeling sharp as a freaking tack, right? But I could have went in there and just got stressed out and maybe even committed suicide, right? So anyway, back to, <laughs> you're like, how the hell is this supposed to motivate me? Here is how, right? So like I said, Tupac, right? So he's got a song, you can check it out, called Who Do You Believe In, right? And kind of the hook goes, who do you believe in? I put my faith in God, blessed and still breathing. And even though it's hard, that's who I believe in. Before I'm leaving, I'm asking the grieving, who do you believe in, right? You know, some prolific stuff right there, right? Because, like, he did so many songs that were were indicating, like, he didn't think he was going to be around, Right? Like, you listen to that hook, and he's basically saying, like, <laughs> I put my faith in God. I'm blessed and still breathing. And even though it's hard, that's why I believe in. But when I'm leaving, I'm asking the grieving, the people grieving for me, who do you believe in, right? Like, are we still going to be connected through that, that belief, that faith, right? 
So why am I bringing that up after saying all that other crazy crap and got you guys all confused on how the hell I'm going to motivate you today? Well, here it is, people. We, today's Sunday, and usually Sunday is dedicated for going to church or whatever, right? Unless you're Muslim, then it's Fridays, right? Other religions might do some other days, but here in the United States of America... You know, a lot of times, uh, Sunday, people, you know, dedicate to church or whatever kind of faith, right? Um, and it, it made me think I was outside working out, and um, I started thinking, right, when, when we talk about overcoming obstacles, right? When we, when we talk about doing things... Um, that, that have a profound change or effect, usually positive on our lives, right? You know, people say, you know, uh, uh, God will provide, right? People say, um, ask and ye shall receive, right? Well, let me tell you all something. Um, I have my faith, right? Um, and I'm pretty sure I've talked about this probably more than once, but... I don't conform to quote-unquote religion. Um, I believe all religions have their their good pieces, right? And I definitely believe in higher powers. I also believe in ghosts and aliens, you know? So there we go. But um, my thing is, I think we all talk to something, to someone, right? Whether they're relatives that are no longer with us, whether it's God, whether it's Jesus, whether it's Allah, whether it's Buddha, whoever, right? And um, here's the thing. Whatever your higher power is, right? Say you're going through uh, trouble, you know, you got laid off at work and now, you know, uh, COVID spiking up and they're not talking about bringing you back and you're stressed out, right? So maybe you're praying right now saying, hey, um, hook me up with a job. Now, I know people, and this scares the living crap out of me, but I know people, old people, I'm talking some people 70s, 80s, that to this day believe that when they say that prayer, they're going to be taken care of. And that's it. Like, they don't have to do anything. And I'm here to tell y'all, you're tripping, right? And then when something good happens, like, you know, Cousin Frankie from 30 years ago that borrowed 100 bucks, uh, you know, one of the casinos, so they come and drop you off 1000 bucks because they felt guilty for the last 20 years. That wasn't God, right? Now, you might be sitting there going, shut up, Tito, that was God. Well, maybe it was. But how many times is that going to happen, right? Like if you just totally stopped trying to do anything for yourself, do you really believe God or an alien or whoever the hell you pray to is going to just provide for you like you're on welfare or something? No. So here's my, my, my thing. Here's my hypothesis. Here's my grand intervention for this Sunday going into Monday, right? Be your own higher power. Now, when I say that, I don't mean like consider yourself God. What I mean is God, and, and I'm using God as a very blanket term, all right? God 
provides by putting you in the situation. Just like you used to hear that thing where someone goes, Lord, please grant me patience. And then you get stuck in a traffic jam for like three hours. And you're like, God, I asked you for patience. Oh, so you put me in traffic. So I learned patience, right? So everyone always says, be mindful what you ask for because you're going to get it, right? <clears throat> so when you ask God for strength, he's not going to go to the gym for you, right? He might guide you to the gym and in reality it's you guiding yourself you want strength you know where you need to go you want to lose weight you know what you need to do you want to get educated you know what you need to do read some books do you have to go to college no a lot of millionaires and billionaires never went to college and a lot of them didn't even do high school right but you know what you need to do you can't sit around playing video games or going out with the boys or the girls drinking and turning up and doing all that and expect to reap some kind of rewards because you made it to church on Sunday. Hold church with yourself. Be your own higher power. When you ask for something, so, so let's, let's think of something. That scenario I was just talking about. Pandemic, you're not gonna get a job, so you pray, please God, you know, Find me some work. Cool. You're God. You are your higher power. How are you going to grant that request, right? Get your lazy behind up and start literally going by businesses that are open and say, man, I need work. I can show up every day. I got transportation or I got a bus pass or I got a bike. I will be here. I will be your best worker. And even if they tell you, hey, man. We ain't hiring. We laid some people off. Cool. I appreciate that. Hey, just to let you know, I'm sure you already know this, but a lot of employers, they're having trouble getting their employees to come back. I'm letting you know I'm ready to be here for you today. Here is my resume. Here's my, my email, my phone number, my cell number, my freaking address. Hit me up. I will be here for you. Oh man, but I can't pay you what you want to make. Hey, but will there be an opportunity for me? Maybe I'll work for what a lot less than what I'm worth. But when you see what I'm worth, you're going to find a way to pay me that. So just give me the opportunity. You know, are you doing it for you? Stop waiting on a goddamn handout, y'all. Be your own higher power. When you say you got issues in a professional or a personal relationship, what are you doing to combat those issues? What are you doing to accept your role in those issues? What are you doing aside from saying, God, please make Harry stop being so mean to me? Well, have you stood up for yourself? Have you expressed that what Harry does offends you? Have you said, hey, I don't like being talked to that way? Or, hey, I don't like that nickname, Fatty Patty, that you call me. Like, are you voicing what issues you have? I'm trying to tell y'all, be your own higher power. You can do so much in life. I don't care, pandemic, I don't care, you gotta wear three face masks. I don't care, you can't go to school face to face. I'll tell you right now, when I got out of prison, an option was going to school online. That was a new thing that obviously didn't exist when I got locked up, right? And I didn't think I could do it because I'm one of those people that I, I get distracted easy and and I can't focus, and I wasn't good at school, and how the hell am I going to do it online? 
But I told myself, the only way I'm going to be able to try and find a job is if I have flexibility so I can work whatever schedule they want to give me. So I got to try online. And I just told myself, look, and I did pray. Don't get it twisted. I got on my damn knees and I sat at the bed and I said, God, please give me the strength, but more importantly, the focus to be able to achieve my goals in college so that I will have an opportunity, even with this conviction, to, to become self-sufficient. Please, Lord. But then when I got up and I opened my eyes, I told myself, I literally looked in the mirror and said, you need to do this. And you need, like, everyone's telling you what you can't do. You need to do this. And I'll never forget that first trip down to Vegas. A couple months into school, my boy and his girl, now his wife, wanting to take me out and, and go live it up, you know, free after 12 years. And I said, no, I got a paper to write. And I sat in that hotel room knowing that they were out there drinking and having fun and my parents were out there drinking and having fun and friends of the family were out there drinking and having fun. And I did my paper. I did my participation. I did everything I had to do. Once I turned everything in, I text and said, where are y'all at? I'm ready. So what are you going to do? You are your own higher power. And if you think you're not, then don't cry when you don't get the things in life that you really want. Screw that. Not what you really want. They are what you really deserve. Look, I'm going to wrap this up. We're at the 20-minute mark already. But I'm here to tell y'all, there is an abundance of stuff. And when I say stuff, Whatever the hell you like, whatever the hell you want, whatever the hell you associate with success, it's out there. It's out there. Be your own higher power. Get off your goddamn ass and make it happen. And when you fail, get up, brush yourself off, say thank you God for showing me how to not do it and get your ass back in the ring and keep fighting. I believe in you. This is Tito. I'm telling you, I love you. I believe in you. And I don't care pandemic. I don't care president. I don't care religion. I don't care job. I don't care spouse. I don't care about any of that crap. This is about you. I don't even care about me. It is about you. Go out there and make that shit happen. Tito, 15 to life, and I am out.